Sastastic Life with hosts Trisha Rivas and Wendy Fredrigel. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm Wendy. And I'm Trisha. And we are thrilled to be here tonight. We got to attend one of the practices earlier this week, and it was so heartwarming. We loved the lesson. It was, it was just really, really cool. And I feel like the lessons they learn is something that all of us could uh, use in life. Yeah. I do have to say, though, I had left early and you had to run. Yes. <laughs> I, I did not wear tennis shoes. I thought we were just going to watch. Yes. And then one of the girls asked me if I would run a lap with her. So, yeah. Yeah. so I did three laps in my vans, yeah. which, you know, it was great. It was Little fun. does she know I was in the car watching her <laughs> and videoing. So, she, yeah, she probably told her, ask that lady to run with you. So uh, as we were preparing for tonight... Uh, my, old, my youngest daughter is going to be graduating in May, and my husband, Jason, is our Mr. Producer. Raise your hand, Mr. Producer. There he is. He's the magic behind us. He, he makes us look and sound good. Yes. And he is the keeper of the family photos, and we came across some photos from 2007. So Trisha was going to run the Des Moines Half Marathon. And I wanted to be there to support her. And I thought, well, I'll just do the 5K. Now, I am not a runner. I cried in PE when we had to do the mile. I was always the last person, so running was not my jam. But I thought, I want to support Trisha, and I want to, I want to see if I can do a 5K. So I crossed the 5K finish line, and then I was able to be there for Trisha when she crossed. And uh, so tell us, what do you feel like you got out of that half marathon experience? There is such a community around running, isn't there? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing like, and it's not even with races, even when you see other people running, just how you give them a wave or you give them like a, a high five. I mean, I see it when I'm down at Gray's Lake. I no longer run, um, but I walk. And even having that encouragement, and for me, crossing that finish line, you guys, I still remember it till this day. Wendy was there, my family was there, they're crying, I'm crying, because it was such an accomplishment that I honestly never thought that I could do. But I set out to set the goal. Now, I will tell you, quite honestly, I did not train like I should have, and my booty was sore for weeks. I mean, it was like getting on the toilet, like, Where's the little handicap thing to help pull me up? <laughs> um, but I love, as um, they had talked about in my bio, I love anything around community, and that is what running is. Yeah. And even being at the school on Monday with Jody and having the girls, their own little community, you could just sense what that was like and the pride that they have in that. And it, it's just, there's no other feeling. There yeah. really isn't. There's no other feeling. Yeah. So what happened is she crosses the finish line, and I was so inspired. I said, you know what? Next year, I'm going to do the half. So I committed. I did train, fortunately. <laughs> I, uh, in between that, I ran the 10K, the Ronald McDonald 10K, which is funny because I'm scared of clowns. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wasn't necessarily expecting him to be there. Um, and he was. So we're at the zoo, 
And my kids at that time were fairly little. And I'm getting ready, I'm tying my shoes. And my husband says, whatever you do, don't turn around. So what do I do? I turn around. And Ronald McDonald was right in my face. Yes. So, so then you ran. I ran for my life like Forrest Gump. I just, the whole time, I was just pretending that Ronald was behind me, and I finished. So a year later happens, and I finish the half marathon, and Trisha and my family were there. And again, there's something about seeing that big finish banner. Mm -hmm. I struggle with procrastination. I love to start things, but I don't always finish them. And so when I rounded that corner and saw the big word finish, I just started bawling. It, it was, it, I lived off the energy of that race for like three years. So Trisha and I don't, we don't, the only thing we run to now is the bathroom, but <laughs> it, teaches, it teaches lifelong lessons, and I'm just thrilled to be here. I am so excited to talk to our friends and hear about their experience. Okay, so we only have two mics, so we're going to we'll pass, pass this around. Mm -hmm. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell us if this is your first season and why you decided to join. Take that and introduce yourself first. Um, my name's Avery, and this is my last season, I think. And I decided to join. I decided to join because um, I like to run, and I was excited to run with my friends. And running is just something that like I've liked to do since I was younger. Hello, my name is Giselle. Um, I coached last fall and I'm now on the advisory board. Um, and I joined because a good friend of mine, Carter, had another commitment that she accepted and she was like, it, it starts tomorrow, can you do it? And I joke with my friends and my family, I don't say no to things. Um, over the last two years, I've been a big why not, and this is the best why not I've done today. So. Hi, my name is Esmeralda, and I joined Girls on the Run because I thought it would be a nice something to try something new, and because it's positive, and I just I like to run. And, well, to like meet new friends and people, and yeah. Hi, my name is Amanda Arnold, and I am actually a parent of a Girls on the Run participant, uh, Charlotte. Raise your hand. <laughs> uh, this is her first year, and I enrolled her uh, because I had some friends who had older daughters who had gone through the program and they just spoke so highly of it and talked about how their daughters build confidence and that was something I was looking for for my child. Um, and I'm also the operations manager for Ivory House Photography and twice a year we pick a nonprofit in the area to support for our $100 headshot campaign and we usually pick nonprofits that support women in our community and as my daughter gets older, uh, I feel very strongly that we need to be supporting programs that are supporting the young women in our community. And so I advocated that we choose Girls on the Run. So we actually took these beautiful pictures that you see. Uh, we had 13 girls come into our studio and we took their pictures. 
And then we launched a campaign to raise money for Girls on the Run as well, which I will talk about later. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? So $100 headshots, uh, we launch twice a year, spring and fall, and we donate $5 from each session to the charity of our choice. So we launched on September 29th, and we sold out in three and a half hours. Uh, so we raised over $800 for Girls on the Run, and then when those sessions take place, we will raise more money when people buy additional files. Um, and we actually, because we sold out so quickly, we are opening another 20 spots, so everyone here will get an email tomorrow that if they'd like to book a headshot session, they can do so for that $100 price point, and we will be doing another 20 sessions uh, to support Girls on the Run. So, were, did you guys get to do this? Did were you, you do one the of the people that got your pictures taken? Oh, yeah. I would love to hear, like, your experience with that, because it's not... Every day that you get to do like a fashion shoot almost. Um, I was really excited about it because I got to take pictures and I like to dress up. Um, me and my sister like always just dress up and take pictures for no reason. And that's why I was excited because it's just really fun. Um, so when I found out that we were going to do the photo shoot, I was really excited. So that day I dressed up in a dress and in my Converse and I went to school and I did my hair and I was really excited because I knew these these pictures were going to go online and I was really excited because I thought it would be so fun to take pictures and like I like it's never like a it's like a one-time chance you get to do it and I really liked it. I love it. So Giselle, I have to ask you, can you give us a couple stories of the confidence that you've seen in, in these young ladies and, and what it does for their self-esteem? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, when you asked if people in the room were runners, I did not raise my hand. I am not a runner. Um, and so when I joined, again, I, I don't say no. So I was like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm sure I could beat a bunch of third, fourth, and fifth grade girls. Uh, I was wrong. I, I always came in last, and it was not a pity win for them. Um, no, but a lot of the girls, um, I realized there's always something going on. If you have an elementary school kid, and you don't ask them about what's going on in their day, there's some fun stories in there. But So I got to show up every day and teach the girls about friendship and sisterhood and girl code and that kind of thing. Um, but what I didn't realize is along the way, a lot of the girls for the first time saw themselves represented in somebody that didn't look like them. And that has always been a really big part of my core values is being in a room with people that don't look like me and not being afraid. And so when the girls would come up and say, you know, I'm, I'm not skinny, I can't run. And I would say, if Miss Giselle is doing a lap, you're doing a lap. And part of the girls on the run is you, you don't have to sprint, you don't have to run, you can dance, you can jog. We would joke that you could crawl to the finish line, but you're gonna finish and we're all gonna finish together. Um, and I encouraged them the entire time thinking everyone had their buddy already lined up for the 5K. So I was like, oh, I'll be at the finish line cheering them on with my hand warmers. Um, the week before the 5K, one of the girls in our group didn't have a buddy. Her parent had to work, and she was 
from a single parent household and really resonated with me. I was able to see a lot of my own childhood through these girls um, and was able to show them that as you get older, things start to change and the little things don't matter anymore. And you can overcome adversity. And a lot of my life has been filled with adversity and not because, but for the adversity, I, I am who I am today. So uh, ended up running. I joke with my friends that I got bullied into running a 5K, my first 5K ever uh, by a fifth grader. And it was one of my favorite experiences ever. She did absolutely ditch me and lapped me. Uh, but I told her, keep on going. You run fast, keep going. And there were girls along the way who were at my pace. And I got to encourage them. So when you talk about community, I saw that. Girls who didn't know my name, who didn't know that I was a coach, were encouraging me and the people on the sidelines. So it was a really beautiful um, way to see really our entire city come out and cheer us on. Um, and I did finish, and she was waiting for me at the end with my medal. So it was beautiful. Yeah. So it sounds like they're teaching you a lot also. Absolutely. Yeah, I learn every single day from the young women in the program. Um, and I also have learned to to listen uh, and to validate all of their experiences. Because as much as we think fifth grade can't be that bad, uh, if you really take the time to try to transport yourself back to being a fifth grade, a fifth grader, for me, a fifth grade girl, uh, it absolutely can be that bad. So just take the time and listen um, and make them feel like they're seen. What difference have you seen or what conversations do you have when your daughter comes home from I have loved getting to see her excitement when she comes home and shows me uh, the tallies on her arm that list how many laps she did. And she gets so excited to tell me when she did a different, like one more lap than she did before. And uh, I did a lot of sports in high school, but I didn't really start to exercise for fun until I was in my 30s and realized that when I was exercising regularly, that had a positive effect on my mental health. And so that is something I want to instill in my daughter now and not waiting until she's 30 to learn that. So I love that, Amanda. Yeah. Yes, I definitely feel like for me, I had three young children at home, and so going out and running was just a nice release for me. I would go early in the morning, and I was the only one out there. It was just, it's, it's so good for your mental health. I think that's really important to uh, point out. So tell me, what are you most excited about for the race? Do you have a goal? Do you guys set like a, a goal as far as how fast you want to run, or do you not worried about the time? What are you most excited about? Um, I'm excited to like do the activities before the race, and I'm excited to get to the finish line because me and Esme, we always like meet in the middle of the race, and when we both get to the corner, we like to sprint. Um, so one thing I'm excited about um, is the 5K. And also the practice because we're running 15 laps around our like, like on the back of our like playgrounds, and I'm excited to run with my friends, especially with my running buddy, whoever I get. Um, I've loved having like a 
new experiences with like running with different kids and stuff and it's cool how like different people than me run and it's like it's not just one school runs and different people so ladies i have to ask you what advice would you give to your friends that are maybe afraid to to run or they're maybe thinking about joining girls on the run what would be some advice that you would give them i would tell them that i think they should join girls on the run because it like helps you become more confident about yourself and it can help like be just like exercise in general and it's just really fun Um, what I would tell like people at my school or at like different schools or in general people here um, I would just tell them just like join it. I mean, it's fun. It's positive. You get positive vibes from everyone and like people encourage you coaches um, Your running buddy and other coaches and especially at the 5k because even if people like you don't have family Encouraging you there different people will encourage you even there if they're not their family They don't know you or they don't even know your name. They'll still encourage you So one of the things that we love to do on the podcast because we are talking to women much older than than you ladies <laughs> is We love to have people talk to uh, an older or a younger version of themselves Sometimes here, so I'm you guys had no warning about this. So um, <laughs> what advice would you give to your fifth grade self? I think I would tell my fifth grade self that things always get better. Sometimes they get worse before they get better. Um, and I think I would tell myself that oftentimes you're your own biggest critic while the voices in your head are telling you that everybody in the room is making fun of something. Uh, everyone's got their own things going on in their mind. Um, and as I get older, I tell myself, if they really are paying that close attention to me, then thank you, because <laughs> I'm doing something right. They're a fan. Yes, a fan. <laughs> Love that. Um, but yeah, just reminding myself that it's, it's okay to not be okay, um, but it's never okay to stop, and it's not okay to suffer in silence. There are people, there's community, your friends, your peers, and now in my life, I make it a mission to be a part of young girls' lives so that they see um, somebody who went through similar experiences as they did and has gone on to persevere regardless of it. Oh, this is a tough one. I have a couple of things. Uh, one, if I were to go back in time, I would tell myself to stand up and advocate for myself. I, throughout youth sports, I had two coaches come to mind who were very, why aren't you faster? Why are you so lazy? Why are you wheezing? Well, in my 30s, I learned that I was wheezing because I had asthma. And I went through almost 20 years of athletics with undiagnosed asthma. So one thing I would go back and tell myself is to stand up and advocate for myself. Um, and then the second thing is to tell myself that everything's gonna be okay. Uh, I spent a lot of energy worrying about the future as a younger person and uh, a lot of that energy was wasted. Um, the amount of things that just resolve themselves um, without your worry 
uh, has just been amazing. So I would tell myself to advocate for myself and that everything is going to turn out pretty well. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for being brave and for coming up here and sharing your story. And the best of luck at the 5K. So thank you. And thank you so much for having us this evening also. Thank you. Sastastic Life is produced by Apex VO. Go to apexvo.com. That's A P E X X V O.